We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Sojo Show! Not gonna stop me? You're not Karina? You're not gonna stop me? I wanna see how long you could take your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I did a 30 second one last week, man. I was sitting here oh. like the whole, I did the intro for like 30 seconds. I was like, yeah! <laughs> you should try every week and. Just try and get longer and longer, yeah. Personal record, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow Sauce Takeover Day. Yeah. Hashtag Sauce Month. Hashtag Sauce Month. I'm here with Leland. Ryan sucks eggs, and he uh, once he's done sucking eggs, he will be here. I'm sure. Yeah, he's got a he's got a warm up suck eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One does not simply jump in without sucking eggs. (laughs) Karina's not feeling well. She's taking the night off, so. She'll be back next week, hopefully. <laughs> I'm second in command tonight. Second in command, yeah. Ryan soon to join Bitch Seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to use the uh, handheld mic. Yeah. I didn't even bother with a mic stand for him. Just <laughs> We did the same thing with the Toy Box Brigade a couple of weeks ago when they took over. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well. And they're over there like, hey, we got you a phone interview with uh, with Cooley Ranks from the Pilfers. Like, Really? Like, that's awesome. So Eddie had to, like, we had to hook Eddie up with a pair of headphones so he could sit there and do the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I watched their uh, EP release show. It was awesome. I missed the EP release, but I did see him with Pilfers. Yeah. Um, And then we missed Pilfers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you caught Toy Box. I mean. Yeah, yeah. They were, uh, they're excellent. Just just saw Eddie last Thursday. I saw him out at uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tone show in Rochester. Wow. I miss that one, unfortunately, as much as I love On the Cinder. Yeah, it was cool to hang out with On the Cinder and uh, get to be their plus one. Yeah. Uh, they were they were telling me I was Tyler's girlfriend for the night, so... Uh, oh. Uh, which I made sure to tell Sally next time I saw her. I was, hey, I borrowed, thanks for letting me borrow your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably make an excellent girlfriend, Joe. You got the, you got the hugs. You got the... <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine what Leland's like. all about the hugs. Oh yeah, all about the hugs. Once you hug Joe, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, but I, I bumped into Sally on Sunday. I went to that punks for Planned Parenthood uh, that was going on uh, down at Mohawk Place, and uh, bumped into Sally. I'm like, you know, I think I see you and your boyfriend more than you guys see each other. She said, Yeah, you're probably right. So imagine my surprise when I bumped into both of them last night. At the uh, at the the uh, social distortion show. Nice, Leland. Tell everybody where you were last night. I saw the Jonas Brothers last <laughs> night, <laughs> and BB Rexa, who I thought was Kelly Clarkson for un- until the very end of that show. Uh. I think. Uh... I'm in. There he is. Hey. Oh, All right. Oh, look who decided to show up. Shit. You done sucking eggs, bud? You get your warm up. You get your you get your pre pre <laughs> pre egg sucking rituals. I actually almost forgot the eggs at the store today. I had well, to go back in and get some. That's why. That's that's what explains the three minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So you went and saw the Jonas Brothers. I did. That's I I went to see Social Distortion right across the street. Yeah. Didn't even know there was a Jonas Brothers show until like the morning of, mm-hmm. and I'm like. And I didn't know if anybody, was, if whoever said that was actually, like, serious that there was a Jonas Brothers show. Oh, yeah. 
nobody the the Jonas Brothers are no joking matter. So I got. Uh, he's just going through my guitars now already. Uh, it's a it's a strat acoustic. Strat acoustic. Needs to be restrung. It hasn't been restrung in quite a while, but. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm there, and, like, Flogging Molly and Social Distortion are just like, hey, you guys could have gone to the Jonas Brothers, but instead you came here. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did. And I, I did not. I went to you. the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were telling me when we were sitting outside before the show, you were saying that it was actually a pretty good show. Yeah, um, you know, you go to those, like, high-budget performances, and, like, you know, say what you want about the Jonas Brothers. Ten-year-old me would have hated myself for being there in the first place, but, like, it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, anytime that you get to see like an arena show where they're putting that much, you know, they just throw that much money at everything. It's, it's probably going to be super cool. Um, you know, if yellow sauce had that kind of budget, there'd be fucking bananas flying through the air all the time. And like, <laughs> who even knows what kind of fucking dick dildo things we'd have. Tell you what though, the Jonas brothers don't have an official narrator. That's true. So we do have an edge on the Jonas y- brothers. You do. Uh, they just, you know, they have the time advantage right now. They've been going for like however long. Um, but when we get there... The narrator thing's really going to put us over the top, and I think that they'll be opening for us in yeah. a decade or so. Yeah, yeah. If that. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny, because like, we, we always get compliments on the uh, on me reading a book on stage. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes, all the time, too. People tell me, I'll, I'll get down, and they're like, you know, I'm glad you guys scratched that banana for the narrator. And even though that's like technically not at all what happens, like... Um, I, I really enjoy having the narrative piece to the show. I'm excited to do so much more with it over time. Um, it just kind of evolved from the banana to the narrator. Like it, it like the banana character died, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, there's me on your record doing, uh, you know, the dangers of a dying Earth. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was too good to not, you know, just hammer at forever. You know, got to make it a permanent situation. Yeah, people are, like, mad they didn't come up with it. <laughs> that yeah. one girl at the Folk and Punk. Like, yeah, why why, why not? It gets people talking. It gets people, like, going to your merch booth to at least ask what's up with the dude reading the book on stage. Yeah, and they'll always ask <laughs> you about the book, too. They're like, is that the, is that the Yellow Sauce book? And it's like, well... We, we need an actual book. I'm working on it. That tells the story of Bob Paul. I think we need, we need an actual almost children's book. Obviously, it wouldn't be a children's book, but I'd like to have one as a visual. I mean, you are playing on the children's stage at Music is Art. Yeah. That's, I don't <laughs> know who's called you, really. Dewey's super confused about it. I'm super I confused about it. I think they just don't it. know. They didn't listen. <laughs> I, I, you know, the, the submission tape, I think, that we sent for Music is Art was The Idol, I think, and and had I sent, like, Taco No Bueno, Perhaps it may have... It may have gone a different direction. You know what's funny is last year we were, I was at Music is Art with uh, with Muller and we were walking around. And we saw like a, an anthropomorphic banana at the kids' stage, and we're like, "Hey, is this Bob Paul's illegitimate daughter?" <laughs> what? And, and I'm pretty sure we tagged you guys in that post, oh, like boy. on Facebook or something. Um, but uh, yeah, so now you're playing on the kids' stage. We are. Um, and I'm excited to play for all the children. Um, if you're listening out there and you have children or grandchildren or like your neighbors have children, just like kidnap them and bring them. It's going to be a great time. Um, don't actually kidnap people. It's kind of rude, but like get permission from their parents 
um, if you're not their actual parents. Ryan's kid's probably going to be there. Um, My kid's going to be there? There you go, yeah. And she'll see you doing your narrative your narrative gig yeah. with the sauce. So I actually found out that we are playing at the exact same time as Over and Out. Wow, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it I, is. I'd I, like to catch them. I, I caught them a couple of weeks ago at uh, Ashton's birthday show over at the Bronze, and I'm like, I really want to see you guys in a venue where you guys can actually, like, move. Yeah. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, they're playing the same time we are, so... <laughs> that, that happens. Uh, Ryan's uh, other band was supposed to play at the same time as us, I think, too. Yeah, they were going to have me fill in. Uh, they're in a transitional period, um, and I'm going to be taking over bass. But um, they're like, oh, are you going to be available? And we're, it, our sets are at the exact same oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the other band I, like, I saw, yeah. Ah. Yeah, that's uh, that that well, that's what sucks about playing music as art is you you if you you're stuck somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of a local show, you have so many choices to make. Like you go to you, honestly, Warp Tour was never that bad. I would go to Warp Tour, and it was like you know, there's like eight bands here that I really want to see, and I might have to miss one or two of them, but I'd catch most of them. At, at Music Is Art, I feel like I have to miss just about everybody I want to see because there's so many more local bands, I guess, than. I, I honestly don't know what time anybody's playing except for us over and out in Strange Standard, who are all playing at seven o'clock. And, and 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 I'm gonna be perfectly honest. If I wasn't in Yellow Sauce, I would probably go see Over and Out because I see Yellow Sauce all the time. Yeah. So basically, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we were recently. I think Dewey called us the official poster child of all Western New York. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a lot of association. Um, but... Well, we were joking. You guys are on the. <laughs> we are on the birthday show this year. Yeah. Uh, which we're doing at Stamps instead of Mohawk for once. And uh, the joke was, uh, wait, if you guys are actually on this show, who's gonna fill in when one of the other bands drops off? Which it's gonna have to be Iron Soul because they're the only ones that aren't uh, affiliated with me. With me actually being in the band. So. True. True. So, um, uh, you know, Iron Soul, if you're listening. Make sure that you go to that show. Everybody's got their eyes on you. Yellow Sauce may have to play two sets, and if we do, it's fine. But I don't want that, and I know nobody else does. So <laughs> we need Iron Soul to be there. I certainly don't, because that means I'd have to play all three sets. <laughs> so, yeah, don't put us into that kind of a work overload, you know? Iron Soul. <laughs> you guys would have to hear some of my original work. You don't want that. Yeah, okay. no, nobody wants that. There was like a, a show or two where I broke a string. You know, not just that I broke a string, but where I broke a string and that Ryan would play Valerie by uh, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I've been it's to a, shows. It's a those staple. Shows. It's a staple. <laughs> it, it's a good one. You know, we do like snippets of covers um, like once a year or so. That was like one of three that we've ever done. We usually hate it. Yeah. We usually don't like doing it. Just not, not in this setting. Covering other people's song feels dirty. It's like... I mean, I don't mind doing it, but... Not in the yellow sauce setting. Not in the sauce. Mm-mm. That wouldn't like, be the sauce. No, we're going to force you to listen to our original music for 45 minutes. You're going <laughs> to hate every minute of it, but you're also going to like it. It's going to make you a little erect and it's, or damp. And this Saturday, they can come hear your original music, including the album we're premiering today. Yeah, yeah. The Flying Bison EP. The whole thing, front to back. That's how we do those release shows. Cause... We, we did it for, uh, well, last year uh, for mm -hmm. Sauce, uh, Sauce Fest, we mm -hmm. released uh, The Ballad of Bob Paul. Yep. And that was the first time I ever actually narrated for you on stage. Yep. And it was excellent, and we played the whole thing front to back, except for those little comedic bits and uh, 
you know, the little sprinkles that we throw on top of uh, a, such a work, but. I actually did yell, uh, do you boys have any idea how fast you were going at that show? <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna go down in history as perhaps my favorite skit of all time. <laughs> you know, assuming we continue to do those. Um, that was that was some well-written stuff. I give credit to Jay for uh, from On the Cinder for uh, coaching us through that uh, through that bit and mm-hmm. adding all the great sound effects and everything, just making it sound like you guys actually got pulled over by me. I've heard, you know, I show that to people, and a lot of people say, you know, whoever like produced that or put it together did an amazing job because the way that the just the sounds are are kind of you know, just, just laid out throughout. There's a lot of attention to just the window going down exactly the level of cars passing. And, 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 you know, they, they make Joe to really sound like a, like a uptight state trooper, um, which is excellent. The vocal performance on Joe's part was excellent. Um, there's a lot of, I even played Bob Paul for a couple of, a uh, couple of <laughs> lines in that skit. <laughs> yeah. He was already dead at the time of recording. So yeah. not much we could do with Bob. I, I play Bob Paul up until the part where my character speaks, and then you take over the character of Bob Paul. So <laughs> there's two different Bob Pauls in that. That's a little-known fact about uh, pulled over. That is true. You could, you could probably tell I'm apart pretty easily. I was too. listening yesterday, and I'm like, you know what? I can totally tell which one's me and which one's Lily. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> fine, you know. Just just sounds like somebody's like taped up in the back seat, but actually it's just our banana. Yeah, Joe, you're getting fucking wrecked on the. Ah, uh, what else is new? <laughs> Laura's, uh, Laura wasn't around last week when I aired the show. Like, I pre-recorded the show, but I still aired it at 6 o'clock, and I was sitting here, like, with the Twitter open and everything, and she didn't say anything. Okay. So she missed out on the, on the, uh, lone episode of me doing this by myself. Is this, is that the only time that you've ever Uh, no, I've done it once before, and it was awful. Wow. So this time, but I did that live. And I did like an, I don't know if I did a half hour, an hour or whatever, but I'm like, all right, you know, that, that was awful. And I never want to do that again. So last week, so last week when Karina wasn't feeling well, it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pre-recording Yeah. and doing an hour show. I'll broadcast it at six because I don't got to leave the house till like seven 30 or eight o'clock. You ought to do that. Like you, you know what you should do is you should pre-record like three shows every year and have it be kind of a special thing. Just be like, um. Like and, and just pull it out of time context. Like talk about shows that are going on in February and drop that shit in April. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, and and the, those will be the good ones because they're going to be well produced. There's going to be no background noise. Yeah, exactly. I'll like edit out mistakes. It's like a rerun, <laughs> but it's actually not. It's really more of like a bloopers reel, but it's all good <laughs> material that, that actually works and, and you wanted to use um, like an anti-bloopers reel. There's been weeks where I'm just like, hey, we're going to take the week off. And, and Scott's like, no, the fuck you're not. It's um, like, uh, but dude, like, nope, nope. You got to do a fucking show because nobody else is doing their shows. You got to do yours. Hey, man, everybody knows Scott's <laughs> a hard ass, man. You can't can't get around that guy. Can't. I mean, I bumped into Scott at uh, Punks for Planned Parenthood the other day. Neither one of us knew we were knew the other were there. <laughs> so I was uh, over watching the Scarecrow show and they uh you know, they were like, hey, you know, Joe Kent is the best bearded podcast hosting guy we know. And then we met Ryan Gurnett. And uh, <laughs> that's when Scott realized, like, uh, hey, wait, that's Joe down there. Nice. And came and said hello. And then I, uh, you know, I, I didn't see Scott before he left. We took I took off with uh, members of the Scarecrow Show and the Dreadnecks, and we went and got pizza. So <laughs> We went and got pizza, even though there was pizza inside. 
Nice. We're just like, yeah, but we want like fresh pizza. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> we were originally gonna go to Mighty Taco. It's like, all right, yeah, let's go. That that's that sounds reasonable. Let's go get Mighty Taco and come back. And just one more was about to play, and I told Brandon like, hey man, when are you guys playing? He's like, uh, like right now. I'm like. <laughs> Shit, dude, we're about to go get food. He's like, it's cool, man. Bring me back a taco. Nice. There you there go. go. So we were going to go to Mighty, and then for whatever reason, we didn't end up going to Mighty. So they're like, oh, just let's go to this taco place over here, Deep South. And oh, Ryan's like, no, South. you don't want to go there. Yeah. No, Ryan Gurnett's like, you don't want to go there. Like, like I'm not telling you not to go there, but you don't want to go there. Just not mm. for the tacos. Subs are okay. Uh, so Ryan and I split a big-ass burrito there one time, and it was dope. He probably doesn't remember it that way because it's super <laughs> spicy, and, and Ryan Ryan's a bitch when it comes to spicy things. Can confirm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we but so we ended up deciding like let's just go to the pizza place down the street. And the the whole conversation was there's pizza inside. Like yeah, but it's not this pizza. It's different pizza. Let's go get pizza. You live in Buffalo. There's like certain things that you hold to a certain level of esteem, and a subpar experience doesn't quite cut it. Pizza is one of those things for me. Um, Chinese food for sure. Um, wings in general. Um, Elton Brown shit talked wings uh, from Buffalo at one point, and I hate Elton Brown ever since. <laughs> I hate Elton Brown for that. That was the most ignorant and stupid thing Elton Brown ever could have said, and I hope he's listening, even though I know he's like probably not. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about regional foods because when we were in Rochester, the three of us, we tried to go for a garbage plate. Mm -hmm. And the place was closed. We got there, what, like 11.30 or something like that? Honestly, probably not even that late. I feel like it was relatively well times. So, um, but we got there at a reasonable time. The sign on the door said they were open to like, what, 4 a.m. or something. Yeah, and they weren't. They and were, they were closed. They had been closed for a while because there was nobody inside. All the oh, lights yeah, were off. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up going to a wing place in Rochester. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're three Buffalonians going to a wing place in Rochester. <laughs> Let's try this on for size. <laughs> yeah. And it was, to be fair, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. They had a, a lot of creativity to what they were doing. I respect that in food. Um, so that was cool. So I went, uh, I went with On the Cinder on Thursday out to Rochester. And me and, you know, Jay's girlfriend and, like, the other people that all came with us, while they were sound checking, we're like, let's go get food. And the one guy gets this idea to go to this place called Dogtown, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, whatever, I'm just following you guys. So we end up at this hot dog place. Nope. Like, yeah, I left town and I'm at a hot dog place to eat. Like, which I'm like, this is fucking stupid. And then I got the hot dog. And it's, I got what they call a, uh, a Boston Terrier. <laughs> And it's just this hot dog covered in baked beans and bacon. And like, holy shit, like, where has this been all my life? Wow. I need some Kleenex in here or something. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves for a second. I'm going to go blow my nose. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and that was the biggest mistake that Think Sojo ever made. <laughs> He left. He left us alone on air. That that I'm still thinking about that hot dog he was just talking about. That's a whole mood. Hot dog. He left us on air. What do you want to do, Ryan? Um, <laughs> oh, crap. I never. I never thought I'd get here. Rose, um, doos, boo. Where's the acoustic Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh. Well, it was either that or you guys had to watch me with a booger like dripping out of my nose. So I, I, I figured. I, I mean, we could have narrated for you at that point. Th this is true. You could have. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody wear any booger as good as I think Joe Kent could wear <laughs> an enormous booger like that. He's got, you know, sometimes as long as it's you got to treat it like an accessory is the thing. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm, that's, that's the vibe. 
I was trying to like when we were in uh, when we were in Sodus. I was trying to like breathe in the smoke from the smoke machine, just breathe it out of my nose, like yeah. snort it out, like. <laughs> You know, it, it didn't work. Too much exposure to that. It will like it gives me a headache sometimes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, outdoor show like that, I'm like, hell yeah, let's pump out the the, the fog machine. You know, the other time, um, what the the, the Sauce Fest one basically now, um, we had it going just about all night. I think for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that, you know, inside it just fills a room. My first green jello show, they were they were shooting fog machines off from like every angle inside Mohawk. Nice. And it's just like, man, this place like I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> like there was so much smoke. Oh yeah. Oh, I filled Mohawk with 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 fog yeah. before just like that. That's yeah, same, yeah. that same machine. Yeah. We have the the gnarly that fog machine. Like and the Where funny did thing you is get that? Um, you know, it's uh my buddy uh from middle school, Jay. Um, it was like a Halloween decoration that they had, and he lended it to me for Ritual Walk's first show back in, like, 2011, and I forgot to give it back to him, and I don't think he, like, wants or needs it back at this point, so, you know, we just keep hammering on that particular item. <laughs> I used to have a strobe light that, like, synced to music that it was a Halloween thing that I got somewhere, and I don't know where I got it. I can't find another one. Nice. I was like, damn it, I want one! <laughs> that's beautiful i love uh you know I, I i get all worked up thinking about like um technologies of the stage and stuff like that um there's all sorts of things that we don't have access to that i, I would Le- like hold to... on if leland had the budget for it he would put thousands of dollars into our live performance literally oh but, i'm sure i mean and i mean i like i would do the same list but um I don't know. I guess I would use the money if I had it. I feel like that was part of the conceptual ground of Yellow Sauce. You know, we sat there with our banana and we're we're writing these songs, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, it, it's like we we it, we we wrote. You know, we were a DIY band. We wanted it to start as a DIY project and play DIY shows and, and just to give the very DIY appeal. You know, our banners made out of freaking uh, cloth from Joanne oh. Fabrics or some <laughs> shit like you know stuff like that, and and. You know, we always had like the arena performance in mind. It was like, you know, we're gonna we're just gonna take this from DIY and just, just fake it till we make it. Fake it till we make it exactly. And then when we have the budget, it's just, it's gonna be just as high budget and ridiculous as it was DIY in its early stages. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we're trying to kind of implement that too a little now uh, with a lot of our recordings being. Uh, I think all going forward, we're really not gonna do too much acoustic stuff. If anything, it's gonna be supplementary. Most of the recordings, I think we want to stick to keeping that full band. Yeah. Um. Just you know, for the production value and things like that, and I think um everyone will enjoy it more in that setting too. And if you want to hear the acoustic stuff, I mean, you can always come and see us uh, do it live. Yeah. Or maybe we'll just you know just make second cuts of the songs that are good enough. Or you know, Ryan exactly. and I, Ryan and I just like to listen to ourselves, so we just <laughs> <laughs> we'll this just is true. Tape everything over and over and over again, and then we'll call it a day. It depends the day. They have to take True. breaks every once in a while. That's why they hired me. Yeah. So I, I just show up and read a book until I'm called upon. And... That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it's the dynamic. Yeah. The book reader, Joe. You're gonna have a new book on Saturday, so That's you gotta true. you guys gotta come out and see the cover. I'll have new bookmarks and everything. Yeah. You finally finished your book, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> get to read the sequel now. Gonna yeah. Get to read the sequel. I'll have I'll have new bookmarks. Nice. I'll still have the classic ones, you like know. Can't Take Our Sauce Away and Ryan Sucks Eggs. Uh, <laughs> Hall of Famers, man. Hall of Famers. You know, I think we should also do a Flying Bison book as well. 
Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that they're, I, you know, I would like to... You, you know, haven't gotten your advanced copy? What? Of the book? Yeah, you haven't gotten it? I thought that you were wielding those for yourself. Ah, I, I sent all those out. No, I didn't mm-hmm. get mine yet. Ah. Has to be done. I, maybe they haven't gotten gotten there yet. I, I don't actually have mine yet either, so... Oh. They're, they're, you know, it's FedEx has them, and you know how FedEx is. Or maybe the the publishing company, you know? Yeah. Totally work with a bunch of publishing companies. I don't know. It, it shipped FedEx, and I hate when things ship FedEx, as anybody that listens to this show long enough knows. Oh, I, I even know that. I listen to this <laughs> show long enough. Yeah, this is special for me, though, because, like, usually... When I listen to the Think So Joe show, I'll just inbox Joe all these things that, like, I kind of want him to just rattle off over the air, and then he does. <laughs> I was scrolling I... <laughs> up through our through our messages, because I had to find some, like, images you'd sent me a while back, and, I, and I'm just seeing all this stuff that's like, tell your listeners I said hail Satan. <laughs> no, in, indeed. You know, you got to remind the people every now and again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the other thing, though, I, I did promise um, that I, I am also here today to represent the Godsmack fan club. Yes. Um, if you haven't yet, like Godsmack fan club on Facebook. It's it's uh, the oh Godsmack God. fan club is going to take over the world. Um, it's it's mostly sure fucking hope not, bud. It's mostly Dewey from Wyatt Coin and Brandon from Just One More. And, you know, I partake a little bit in the in the in the tomfoolery. Um it's uh, it's a great page. Uh, we there's a lot of just wholesome and and heartfelt, meaningful posts on that Facebook page. Yeah, if that's so, what you want to call it. Plug, plug hard. <laughs> I I am in the Godsmack fan club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I I have the group chat muted most of the time, but uh, reasonably. Yeah. <laughs> I mute it for 24 hours. I never mute it like until I turn it back on. I only mute it for 24 hours, and then I'll get a message. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I mute it if I have something going on um, temporarily. I think, for whatever reason, Brandon and Dewey and I definitely are are just by far the three people that just contribute to that group chat consistently. Um, I, I, I just die laughing every and, time. And about and it. you guys are the bands that fill in when bands drop off of my shows. Yeah. Like I just one more filled in uh, when Tony Rocky Horror had to drop off a couple of weeks ago and. Uh, Oh, nice. That was, that was great. I featured in uh, in Father's Day. You did, you did. That was, that, yeah. <laughs> somebody handed me a guitar pick afterwards. It's just like a generic, like, you know, one of them Jim, Jim Dunlop ones with the turtle on it. Okay. And I'm just like, like, why'd you hand me this? I have no idea. Like, I think my bass player handed it to me or something. And I'm like, uh, nope, not one of mine. Mine has our logo on it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. I just, I just saw it on the ground and. I come to find out, it's actually uh, one of Brandon's. Oh, okay. Wow. So I, I realized it because he had his on his uh, pick holder on his mic stand the other day at the Mohawk. Yeah. Those guys have been in Buffalo quite a lot lately. It's been a good month for them. Hopefully yeah. uh, hopefully they'll drag some traction into our uh, our EP release show on Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully. That'll got, be fun. You got some good bands uh, lined up for this show. You got Speed Dial. Dude, Speed Dial's awesome. Fucking... Speed Dial's in my top five local bands right now in buffalo yeah. uh all, all pretty young guys um they kind of i really like what they're doing um it's hard to put a button on it too as far as what genre i'd call it but it's definitely in that hard indie kind of vein but um yeah they're doing they're doing great stuff i love going out to their shows it's great energy and they're great performers as well uh, of course you got wyatt coin is going to be on this show yeah man fucking wyatt um they have their their album coming out next month too so it's kind of 
coinciding well with timing. Uh, Dewey released a, a, an image on Facebook that sounded really good. Uh, well, not an image. It was a moving image with a video, and, and it had a little bit of audio on it. And he, for some reason, um, he wasn't intending to release audio of the music, um, but you can hear it if you just click the video. And I, I, for some reason, Dewey's the only person that doesn't hear the music when he tries to play it. Um, hmm. So that's great. But the big sound, uh, I think it's September 17th that's going to come out. I'm very excited about it. Um, based on Wyatt Coyne's earlier recordings, you know, I, th I think that there's a lot of promise for that band. It's actually been a while since I've seen Wyatt Coyne, but I, I enjoy them every time. Actually, I, it's Wyatt Coyne is how I got involved with uh, my friends in Shambles, uh, who I, I was hanging out with uh, their bass player last night at the Social D show. Um, but uh, they were playing just around the corner here at the Irish Center. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go see Wyatt Coyne. And then I played Shambles on the show. And their bass player was, oh, man, it's so cool that you played us. And then I like made it a point to go introduce myself. And now we hang out all the fucking time. So, oh, you know. excellent. Uh, and, of course, uh, Just One More is going to be on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, which I was chatting with them the other day. And they were uh, worried that they're kind of oversaturating themselves in Buffalo. And yeah. I, I mean, told him, yeah, maybe, maybe not come here every week. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they um, literally played like, uh, I think it was like four shows in the span of three weeks with working class stiffs in Buffalo. Wow, including my my show. Can't run a tour in one city, guys. Come on. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's nice, uh, nice for like a one month stint kind of a thing to get your name around town. Sure. Uh, yeah. But after that, I mean, I've done it before with uh, one of my old bands. It just it gets absolutely exhausting. Mm -hmm. And uh, for not a lot of payoff, so. I mean, we booked these first two shows that we just played, the August 3rd and August 21st, and, you know, we got offered a bunch of other shows, but we turned them all down because we're just like, yeah, we're not ready. <laughs> we we, we want to write more music and put out our EP, and we want to do all this other stuff, and we don't want to be that band that plays every fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. In the same city, in the same venue. Oh, yeah. Like, we got a couple of shows coming up at Stamps. We've got uh, October 18th, which you guys are on. Yep. Uh, with Chester Copperpot, Dreadnecks, and something involving a monkey. Yeah. That's going to be a crazy show. That's going to oh, be yeah. awesome, man. I can't, um, I can't and then wait. again, uh, November 15th, our birthday show. Our birthday show. Uh, mostly Joe's, but I, I commandeered a little bit of the he, birthday He did. He's, he, stole, <laughs> he stole a little bit of it uh, with, uh, with us and Iron Soul. Uh, Hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, right. Yeah. <laughs> get that get that text the morning of. Or a double serving of sauce, you know. <laughs> get that text the morning of. Ah, oh, guys, we can't make it. Like, fuck. <laughs> I, I can see it now. You know, sauce will open, sauce will close, and we'll just throw some Think So Brain in between. Or, uh, think so brain. <laughs> Wrong band. <laughs> <laughs> the living... The living, living Brain Dead, yeah. What did I call the Living Brain Dead? The living uh, Brain Dead. What did I call the Living Brain Dead recently, though? It was something pretty excellent. Uh, the living bread? Was that it? <laughs> the living bread. And bread. <laughs> it was something like that. It yeah, was, it was <laughs> something like the living bread. It was It was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. It was funny is I've had this band name for years. And uh just when I when we finally decided that this was gonna be the name of this band, I went to go like reactivate all the Facebook pages and everything, and there's there's a comedy website called The Living Brain Dead. Oh. And it's like, oh, Oh, but they only have 18 likes. Okay, no problem. <laughs> you know, we'll, You'll we'll, just, yeah, we'll just sue we'll, them later. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll and I can prove I've had the name longer, so yeah. There you go, yeah. You know. It's all about just like writing letters in the mail and sending them to yourself and, you know, it, I got it's the, all I, superstition, but... I mean, the Facebook page was founded in like 2012. 
Wow. Or 2011 or something like that. You got that Facebook page for that? Oh, one? yeah. No, I was, I, after Think So Brain ended, that was what I was trying to do was a project called The Living Brain Dead, and it just didn't work out. Okay. Which, if you ever uh, follow Laura on Twitter, she'll ask about R all the time. And R was uh, my friend John, who was my guitar player in that band, who got that name because he couldn't pronounce his R's properly. <laughs> so. Twitter plug yeah. at Lady Laura. Moo R E, Moo R E. Yeah, it works for uh, for the Wyatt Coin thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. one of our listeners says that Brian is too far from the microphone. Brian is too far from the microphone. You got to be eating it, Ryan. Yeah, that's that's uh, one of the ones you got to be right up in. The, the listeners are uh, saying that you're too far from the microphone, Ryan. That's a, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a karaoke <laughs> mic. So, oh jeez, <laughs> gotta stop in a guitar center there, uh, there, bud. I got my. I just need a longer cable, so I probably will stop at a guitar center. I gotta get one of them. Uh, what do you call those? The 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 ones that you have the lifetime warranty on the guitar cables. Ryan, I'll get it yep. to you yeah. uh, for free. You know, kind of that that look the other way <laughs> discount. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> he'll sell it to you with the, <laughs> the friends and family discount or something. Maybe you know. Yeah, I you uh, have that. I'll, I'll just. I'll anytime I go into guitar center, my goal now is to make Ryan run around the store. Oh my God! That's yeah. a, that's a story itself. <laughs> we'll tell it after we come back from. Uh, you want to play these first couple of tracks here? We'll do love and we'll do flying bys in part one. Yeah, those flow well together. That sounds good. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. All right. So it's basically you're you're gonna hear a small gap in between, I think, because I have to click on both of them because this program doesn't have a playlist for whatever reason. All right, whatever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So this is uh, the first track from Yellow Sauce's new EP, The Flying Bison. Featuring Think So Joie. Yeah, this one's, this one's got me on it. This one's called Love on all WNY Think So Joe show.
white and brown. I asked her if she would take me with her. She nodded, she lowered down, and off we went, flying bison into the sky. Flying bison through the sky. Flying Bison, part one. Part one now, yeah. Yeah, part one. There's two more parts. Yeah. This is a, an entire EP of the Flying Bison. It is. Um, we challenged ourselves to make a work of art musically that that um, is ever evolving. It has no choruses. It has no repeating parts, apart from um, some of the intro and outro pieces that um, that we that we you know work with Joe on. Um, just the, like those three beef components there, those those are. I think I've noticed though that like even like home and love have different uh, yeah. like mm-hmm. different you know uh, music beds to them. Oh yeah, they're um, definitely not so, just a copy yeah. paste. Those are those are. This could be a little yeah. self uh, glorifying, but we we do like to compare it to a little bit of the flow of animals from Pink Floyd. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what, what we kind of compare it to. 
but for, it's uh, it's hard to hold up a candle to Pink Floyd. For us, for us, I guess, you know, it's Yellow Sauce's animals if we had to put one out there, you know? It's got that sort of intro and outro vibe to it, and then the three meaty component tracks. Actually has to do with an animal. That's true. It has actually, animal sounds on it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um bison sounds you know which i don't i don't know if anybody else has done that before on their music you know that i might couldn't be, imagine i don't see why anybody else would but so have you guys had any interaction with the brewery on this the flying bison no brewery? you know there's been talk of um marching down there and we kind of we gotta get to that i mean it, it's it's right up the street we're not far from it right now oh, like, shit. We should it's, just go it's right up on seneca <laughs> At least go grab a fucking rusty chain afterward, you know? Yeah, like, you know it's that, it's up on Seneca, so... I don't yeah. think we've ever talked about it on there, but that's kind of how we started writing the Flying Bison. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, you know, Leland came over one night, and um, we just... Um, the earliest of early days of Yellow Sauce. Yes. Like, like, like Ryan and I literally sitting in a room looking around for inspiration kind of thing, um, and that was the beer that we had chosen that night we're like well we're from buffalo why don't we write a song about a flying bison and it'll be kind of like in a way a tribute to home in a way um just just like a alcohol inspired um just just beautiful song and there were so many things that just flew together on it all at once and i think it uh just just kind of always felt like it was meant to be written the way it was like you know we'd write a part and it's like oh, no that's that's it's 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 crazy but no it's too good we have to then that also that it's too good we have to um i I think very much became the writing style of yellow sauce and and why we do a lot of the things that we do the Um, way that we do do them yellow sauce is very much uh what happens when you get two yes men in a room together yep give them a couple of beers (laughs) and uh you know we were talking about uh the first time i ever booked you guys in the flyer for that show Mm -hmm. which was uh I had decided to do like a piece of paper with like my actual handwriting on it and just like Photoshop all the logos of the bands as drawings. And your logo at the time was a drawing <laughs> on a piece of paper. Part of that DIY OGness of the thing. And, uh, <laughs> and I had no idea until I actually went to go get your logo to put it on the flyer. I'm like, hey, that makes my job way easier. <laughs> That's excellent. And you guys hadn't played for a while as Yellow Sauce uh, prior to that, I don't think. And uh, no, there was one show in 2015 that we had one song written for at the time, which was Heroes, um, which is on the ballad. Um, and we we played a couple of jams. We covered like an AJJ song. Um, all in all, not that great a time. That was back uh, during Bob Paul's uh, Rasta phase as well. Yeah, I, I, I seen a picture. Yeah, there's a couple floating around. So uh, that was a time. I'm glad he grew out of that. <laughs> you know, at least before he passed. That's <laughs> not funny. So I just, I, you know, somebody recommended, you must, it must have been you that recommended Yellow Sauce to me. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Oh, you, yeah. You guys can be on this show. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. And then there's Bob Paul and like. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, this is a party. <laughs> and that just, that was, that was a real family show for us because we had Janie Crash on there. It was, mm-hmm. uh, Wyatt Coyne was also on there and there was a third band, fourth band. I don't remember who, but, uh, Arcadia. That's right. Arcadia. That's, uh, that was the John Stamos show. That was the John Stamos okay. show. Okay. Yep. That's where I met Janie Crash. That's where I met Wyatt Coyne. I, I don't think I've seen Arcadia since personally. I um, have seen Arcadia since then, but I haven't seen them in over like probably two years at this point. Damn. 
Uh, I don't know what happened. Like, I bumped into their drummer uh, once or twice, but I haven't seen anybody else from that band. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened to them. They just kind of vanished off the face of the planet. Right on. Um, I did see him at Tudor uh, one night. Um, I was having a real shit day, and I saw that they were playing at Tudor. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm downtown right now. I'm going to go over to Tudor. I'm going to catch Arcadia, and I'm going to go home. I ended up staying for the rest of the night and watching Johnny Revolting, too. Nice. Um, also one of my favorite local bands. Oh, they're great. Uh, so I I was uh, on Facebook, and somebody was looking for something to do, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, you know, come on down to Tudor. And somebody's like, oh, you know, my, my buddy was just over there, and he said there was a Nirvana tribute band playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so they get, off, they get off stage, and I'm like, hey, Sean, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he got pissed. Oh man, uh, I got, don't know. Like we don't we don't get mad when you compare us to, to the tenacious D. You know, right, right. Yeah, I, but I mean, like if the shoe fits, you know, the, the way fits. Sean looked and the fact that they actually did cover a Nirvana song, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I you could be forgiven for thinking they were actually a Nirvana tribute band. I I think. I mean, oh wait, no, we can't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. We can't. What's the limit for the amount of time that we can we can steal somebody else's work on here on the internet radio without Scott getting mad? Uh, I don't know. I I want to say thirty seconds, but uh... <laughs> I don't think Jeez. David Draymond owns the Down with the Sickness. So there was a video going around. And I tagged you in it because I had heard you do that several times on the way to Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, I tagged you, and it was people trying to do that and failing miserably. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you don't just you don't just like say, "Oh, I'm gonna do the down with the sickness," and then do it. It takes years of hard work and practice, sure. um, and then it's it's kind of a curse um, as much of a blessing because you know you hear any old song. The further from the genre, the better, honestly. And you, you start looking for somewhere to put it, and and you do it naturally. You do it without thinking about it. And the next thing you know, you can't listen to anybody else's music without going the, the whole, oh, wow, you know. <clears throat> Which is exactly why I tagged you when I saw that, because I, uh, I think that's exactly what you were doing on the way to Rochester. Oh, it is exactly what I was doing, <laughs> for sure. I, I don't even remember it that clearly, and that's I, I'm sure of it. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, rarely is it actually Down With The Sickness. And honestly, if I'm listening to Down With The Sickness, the chances that I'm going to do that are slim to none. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll let, I'll let David do his thing. Um, and then I'll, I'll bring all the other songs down with the sickness. That's, yeah. That's resounding that, that resounding was, that sigh was, from Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, it was. It this was is the second time pun. today I've been tagged in this post of kittens wrestling in a toy wrestling ring. Oh, look at that! <laughs> my friend and I were actually going to do that. We uh, when when my kittens were born, mm-hmm. uh, we were going to get a wrestling ring, and we just never got around to doing it. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that like, but there's plenty of videos out there of kittens wrestling in toy wrestling rings. See, so. the one just fell out. If you play it like that, if you play like kitten wrestling with ring outs as the rule, I guess you know. That may be a solution to dog fights. Sure. Because, like, it's adorable. Nobody's actually hurting each other. <laughs> and one of the kittens is going to fall out of the wrestling ring at some point. Right. For sure. Like, they're not both going to sit in that wrestling ring probably for very long. So, And look how much fun they're having. Yeah, they for sure. It. Like, they left the wrestling ring, and then they jump back in. <laughs> and now there's two of them in there. 
Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the second time today I've been tagged in this video. That's beautiful. And everybody's just like, hey, Joe has seven cats. Let's tag him in a video of cats. I mean, yeah, it's the first thing I think of when I see cats. It's uh, that and my, my own children at home. Yeah, your cat who's listening right now. And... My cat, uh, my, my, my girlfriend Marissa is sending pictures of my cat um, under, uh, she's got like a JBL speaker playing the show right now, and the cat is under the table staring up at the speaker listening to Dad's voice. He's like trying to get <laughs> into the speaker, like, why is Dad in the speaker? Yeah. He's like, I swear I saw Dad leave like like an hour and a half ago. He walked out the door, but now he's in this pill-shaped, <laughs> glowing speaker. <laughs> you know what I do to fuck with my cats is, uh, you know, we got the, uh, you know, uh, smart devices throughout the house, you know, the smart speakers. So uh, if you have an echo, there's a skill called meow meow. So you just say, Alexa, meow meow. And it meows. And you could get it to keep meowing just by saying meow in between the meows. And my cat's just, where the fuck is this other cat? Oh my God. I love Where it. the fuck is it? All the time, dude. I'll put on <laughs> videos, like you can YouTube videos of like cats meowing for 10 hours and stuff. And I will oh, yeah. put that shit on. And I have surround sound in my living room and the cats lose their fucking <laughs> minds. Like, honestly, like I'm not cruel enough that I'll do it. And, like, go to work and come back at the end of the day and see them, like, you know, sphinx cats all of a sudden. But, like, um, I, uh, uh, you know, if I'm there to be entertained by it for, <laughs> for a few minutes, you know, <laughs> I, I think that they enjoy the, the voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the laser pointer, but Sonic. Al almost as much as Karina enjoys me rickrolling her all the time. I was watching. There was a video that came out the other day of the uh, of the uh, San Diego Padres doing that to the Boston Bruins, uh, the Boston Red Sox. Okay. Because the Red Sox, when they're playing a home game, they'll play Sweet Caroline, and the whole crowd will sing along and all that. So the uh, Padres put up like a sing along, like karaoke thing of Sweet Caroline, and then when it got to the chorus, they just switched it to Rick Astley. Nice. It's like ah, oh, that's fucking brilliant. That's a good one. It's a good I, song to rickroll people on, too. I, I just, you know, I, I, I wish I would have thought of it. <laughs> and then Karina happened to be in the kitchen, so I, I told Google to uh, play that song in the kitchen. Nice. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here, and I hear, I fucking hate you! You're ruining my life! <laughs> oh, boy. Or something in that vein, you know? Like, she was, she, she was not happy about it. I wouldn't be either. I mean, I, 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 I'm a... I certainly would get the humor in it. Um, that's definitely something that I would do um, to harass somebody. But, you know, I, I understand the frustration at the exact same time. <laughs> she had asked me right before uh, the show last Wednesday. She said, hey, what are the words to that song? And I knew exactly what she meant. She meant uh, the, the words to uh, Bomb the Incel Industry, my, my band song that we closed our set with. Yeah. Uh, she wanted to know what the words to the chorus were. I knew what she meant. And I, but all she said was, what are the words to that song? And you know, I had to. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, we're no strangers to love. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> uh, but, you know. You can make it fit. She, she said it, uh, you know, she set me up perfectly for that. I mean. That was her own fault. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. You, you know, you, you ask for it at that point when you're, you give somebody, you know that somebody has this power. Whoa, there's Joe's braids from way back in the day. Previous yeah. Joe from back in the back in the Dizzy. 
That was back in Joe's Rasta days. <laughs> That's real? That, that, that is my real hair, yes. Oh, man, that reminds me back when I had dreads. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you, had, when you had dreads. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like, there was a vote for people to, like, Leland was trying to get you to <laughs> shave your dreads off. You know, <laughs> there no was idea. a lot of real hate for, for the dreads I got. I, I was on your side, dude. I, I was like, no, I'm not liking well, thank this. thank you, Joe. Yeah. I'm not liking this. He's got hair. He should keep it as long as he can. Because mm. uh, I, I, I can't. <laughs> but here you are. You're bald. And then he was trying to get rid of your beard. I'm like, no, I cannot condone this. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> One yeah. of these days. I was like, hey, let's see if Ryan will shave his dreads. And I didn't. I didn't ask Ryan beforehand. It wasn't a, it wasn't a conversation that we had had beforehand. Oh but I just God, posted though, yeah. like 100 likes on this status, and and Ryan will shave his dreads, and it it blew up, man. I don't know if I've ever had like, <laughs> that successful was, of a I Facebook I was pretty post. peeved too, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I was not trying to contribute to that. I was trying to to get you to be able to keep your dreads, but that's the funny thing is how successful it was with people that were actively saying, "No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna support this." You know. I think like the next time I saw you was like you guys were on the show when we we did an episode in Niagara Falls or whatever. I think the next time after he shaved his dreads, this was like I barely recognized you without your dreads, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was... He shaved his dreads. Well, technically, what what really caused Ryan to shave his dreads? It was sort of like a tribute to Bob Paul after we lost him. That's not. Shut <laughs> up. God damn it! Just like the warrior shaves the top of their head. <laughs> you, you know what? You lost. We lost our our banana. It's not nobody. Nobody understands how Ryan and I felt when Bob Paul died. Nobody has a similar expectation or a similar experience or a similar relationship with a banana that Ryan and I had with Bob Paul to understand how we uh, felt when he I, died. I will certainly say that a lot of us were really disappointed to learn that Bob Paul died. Oh, us too. And and some people that hadn't gotten the message. We were in Sodus a couple of weeks ago. You remember uh, Al who shot the video that uh, that we all posted yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he said, "Oh man, you know, I I thought you guys were a different band. I, didn't you didn't you used to have a, a a banana? We did. And we're like, yeah. Now now we got a guy who reads a book. Yeah. <laughs> so, so can't it's banana not died. All, it's not all fun of bananas <laughs> around here, man. I mean, you know, it's funny because it's not just that show. Even I feel like all the time people that recognize us are like, hey, what happened to your banana? What happened? And it's like, I want to talk about it. Yeah, we're getting we're getting <laughs> to the point where." I, I don't know, maybe most of our band time or, you know, the time where we've really been, like, working, most of it has honestly been, like, without Bob Paul almost at this point. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay. He's he's dead, everybody. I, uh, yeah, it, it was real sad. I have a story about Bob Paul, actually. Uh, one of your shows, uh, that was, it was a show that you guys were playing for me. Um, it might have been the John Sto- uh, Stamos show, actually. Mm-hmm. Um... Scott Leffler was working the door and got up to go have a smoke or drink a beer or whatever. And he asked me to watch the door. Um, earlier in the day, this this girl that I had been talking to, like, because this was back when I was single, uh, this girl I had been talking to messaged me and she's like, hey, would it be awkward if I came to this show? And I'm like, no, come give us your money. Like, <laughs> I, I, that, that wouldn't be awkward. So she comes to the show with her mom. I happen to be working the door when she comes in. I'm like, oh, hi. You know, like, yeah. like I had talked to her before and she kind of like, you know, ghosted me or whatever the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which was a common thing for whatever reason. I don't know. But um, anyway, so she uh, she shows up with her mom. And then at the end of the night, her mom's like, you have to get a picture with the banana. 
So her mom like made her get a picture with Bob Paul. Yeah. I had to go get Bob Paul. Like, hey, Bob Paul, come here. <laughs> you know? I, honestly, I kind of feel like I remember that because Ryan and I, <laughs> I swear, had a conversation because somebody at the end of the show was trying to get pictures with Bob Paul and, and Ryan and I were very much top liver in that situation. And it's like, you know, this is already how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw you guys. Where's the fucking banana? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the people playing the music. We just want the banana. Yep. I mean, that that was the... See, you don't have me dancing. I'm sitting there reading a book, so it's more mm-hmm. subdued. So it's more focused on you guys until I actually have to do stuff. Right. So so it works better than the banana, I guess. <laughs> At the same rate, though, people, like, people, as soon as you start talking, I think it's a whoa. It's like people get at this level of whoa. Like... I, you don't really realize the power that a narrator, a live action narrator carries yeah. until you see a live action narrator with their band and it's like, whoa, that's fucking cool. I remember the first night we did it, which was, uh, I think, the May 4th show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting up there and I'm reading and I, I happen to be in the band after you. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was in XM Priory that night. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm reading the book and I'm doing my best to do nothing but read the book. Until I'm called upon to do the narration for uh, Space Wizard. And I'm reading the book, you know, just flipping pages. And I'm I'm hearing, you know, people yelling, let Joe do more stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not even going to acknowledge this. and just keep reading my book. <laughs> I, I think I think if I was trying to just stay in character and not like you actually broke me at Sodus though. <laughs> you did. Like I, I tried my I try my best to stay in character, not you know, not laugh or anything or, or acknowledge <laughs> anything you guys are doing. But you broke me at Sodus because you had taken off earlier to go to Sunoco without telling me you were going. <laughs> that was a good you you texted me like, oh uh hey, um, do you want anything at Sunoco? We forgot to tell you we were leaving. <laughs> It's like shit. <laughs> uh, like okay, like I knew you were coming back because you had a you had a set to play, but um, so and then you're up there and you're you're uh, you know I, I don't know what was like the whole like thing about the cactus, but then you said Sunoco, yeah, and just I was like I lost it. I was like oh fuck, <laughs> you know, <laughs> laughing at you. I try to like I try to involve myself a little more now than I did that first night. Like like you know if. You know, one of you guys plays a note out of, out of key or something to start a song. I'll be like, "Oh, you fucked up," you know. <laughs> so, but, exactly. but yeah, I, I try my best to stay in character. But you got me that time. It was. Uh, <laughs> everyone loves a proper fourth wall break. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, you can you can feel free to call us out on our bullshit. God, fucking, there's enough of that going around. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's not like you want to have an opportunity. Yeah. Echo. So that was the first night I did the narrator thing, and I also played an XM Priory. So I was back-to-back with you guys in XM Priory. And so I had to, like, get... And it was a surprise that I was playing in XM Priory. It was the worst-kept surprise ever, but it was a surprise. So I was trying to maintain some semblance to the surprise, so the the boys set up all my gear and shit. Um, So I come off stage, and I'm, like, in that little side room off the stage at Stamps, uh, just changing... Like, changing my pants so I'm wearing different, like, completely different clothes when I come out for XM Priory. And, like, Dan tuned my guitars wrong. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, fuck. So I get the whole, the whole video is up from XM Priory set. Uh, they have a playlist on their page, uh, Think So Priory. And you see me come out and I'm, like, trying to play the first song another round. And, uh, like, nothing's coming off the guitar. And I'm like, 
going over to my amp. Like, no, the amp's on. Like, my tuner's off. What the fuck's wrong? Like, oh, shit, my volume's down on my guitar. Like, <laughs> oops. Oh, I feel that so hard. <laughs> you know, uh, every time... I'll look around for a good 10 minutes before I figure out it's just the volume knob. <laughs> Whoops. And that's what I love about my um my main acoustic guitar with yellow sauce. It doesn't I don't I don't have any volume or or um like treble, bass control, nothing on that guitar. Um it's just completely <laughs> passive. It goes right to the sound guy. I don't need I I shouldn't have that much control over the way that my guitar sounds when we play. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everything from my guitar is in my control. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like I, I'm uh, my my shit's lined out from my from the back of my cab. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> a rough game. I was like, yeah, this is all me. And then Chuck rolls my amp over onto my guitar cable and breaks it. <laughs> Oops. Ah, oh, Chuck. Oh well. I don't. It's it's all good. It was a cheap cable anyway, so I'll get one of them live wire cables and make Ryan run all around the store, which we'll tell you about soon enough. Yeah. I know we mentioned before the last song break we were going to talk about it, and we still haven't. Yeah, guys, we need to let you know that Ryan works at the Guitar Center, not the one on the Boulevard, the one in the Cheektowaga. Um, don't go to the one on the Boulevard. Go to the one on Cheektowaga because and and text Ryan first and tell him that you're going there. And and buy your stuff from Ryan. Let he, me be he, he's a your plug. He's a commission based slave. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. That's why yeah. I have. A, that's why it's, I have a warranty on this yeah. speaker down here. Facts. I'm like, I'm like, do you get money for this? Do you get Do you get extra money if I buy this warranty? He's like, yes, I do. He's like, well, don't buy it because no. Do you get extra money for me buying this warranty? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sell me the warranty. <laughs> like, You're a real real guy, Joe. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan, can I try your waffles? Yes, try my waffles. All right, Thank we're going to play another song here. This is uh, The Flying Bison Part 2 uh, from the Yellow Sauce EP, The Flying Bison, which is available this Saturday. We're going to come back and talk about some upcoming events, including ours and others. Uh, and we will get to this story about Ryan having to run all around Guitar Center and get his take on it, because I know I've mentioned it on the show before. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But this is The Yellow Sauce, The Flying Bison Part 2. All WNY, Think So Joe Show. Feet drag through 
Yellow Sauce, Flying Bison, Part 2. Part 2. Part 2. You can Dos. see Yellow Sauce performing the Flying Bison EP in its entirety uh, this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Sauce Fest at Stamps. Sauce Fest. Dos. Sauce Fest 2, yes. Uh, there's some uh, pretty cool shows coming up this weekend. If, uh, you know, maybe you, maybe you don't want a free EP. Yeah, like oh, that's you know, that's the, we didn't mention the, that yet. But yeah, free EP, you free. get the free digital download of the Flying Bison for everybody who gets who comes to the show. Yep, we got which is incredible. You know, XM Priory's now giving you that for their Tudor show. Yeah, what's going on XM Priory? <laughs> Come on, in the, in we're, we're going to talk about XM Priory in a minute. Let's uh, let's just run through uh, some of the shows that are coming up this week. Uh, Friday, August thirtieth, Insoluble is uh, live at Water Street Landing, uh, mm. which is in Lewiston. Uh, they're playing from 7 to 10. Buffalo's original prog rock fusion power trio, Insoluble, plays Water Street Landing. Uh, I don't have any more details as far as price or anything like that, but 7 to 10 p.m., that's Friday night. Nice. Um, so Saturday, aside from our show, which we're going to talk about momentarily, there is an XM Priory show going on. It's, it's XM Priory, Iron Soul, and Drama Scream at the Tudor Lounge. Uh, it's from priority. Yeah, it's, it's from 8 to 12. Uh, it's five bucks, 21 plus with ID, uh, doors are at eight. Um, and it looks like a really cool show. Mm -hmm. Here's my issue with XM Priory right now is all their shows they have coming up are nights of shows that I have booked. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that we're playing too, cause isn't their next one, the birthday show? Yeah. The next one's, uh, the day of the <laughs> birthday show they're, they're playing, uh, at, uh, Ironworks They're headlining. Yeah. I, I too have been screwed by, uh, XM priorities, targeted show planning. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. I actually knew about the, uh, the November 15th show ahead of time. Cause Nick had messaged Karina and I like, I'm only telling you guys this don't say anything until it's announced. You know, we're, we're headlining uh, Ironworks on November 15th. I'm like, dude, I had just finished the flyer. <laughs> and I am and I was waiting to confirm some bands for Halloween before I put up the event page and everything. So I sent him the flyer. He's like, oh, man, that's your birthday show, too? I'm like, yeah, mine and Leland's. He's yeah. like, oh. I'm like, Nick, don't feel bad, dude. This is a good opportunity for you guys. Oh, you yeah. didn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold it against you. Just eventually I will get to see your fucking band play. Yep. Like I have not seen you guys since I've been in the band. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> like, seen their, uh, their new guitar player either. I, mean, I was at one of the shows, but I left early because, um, you know, we, we saw Inherent Vice. Karina wasn't feeling well. And I'm like, fuck, I got work to do. Yeah. So I don't want to like stick around and inconvenience her sister to come back and pick me up. Right. Um, so I'm just like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to go home too. Um, so I have yet to see them with Tom. Uh, I hear he's doing well, and I, I'm excited to be able to see them whenever I'm able to see them. But unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> we keep uh, booking against each other uh, unintentionally. Or so we think. So we think. He could have, uh, I mean, you know, we, we did do Sauce Fest on August 31st last year, too. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know. I You know, I think that there's more to it. I think that... Uh... And they know about when your birthday is. So they probably picked out a date right by your birthday. Yeah. Nick, Nick John Gabriel Lacido and, and, and... He's a sneaky bastard. Young Daniel Twist, too, that guy. <laughs> he's slippery, that one. It, Especially in the context that it, I know him. They they used me for their show, and now they're... Both their YouTube show and their actual concert back on May 4th. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was watching part of the Nick and Dan show from last, last year where I dressed up as Bono. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but yes, August 31st, it's Stamps this Saturday, the bar, uh, for our EP release event, all WNY Sauce Fest 2, uh, exactly one year to the day after we released our album at Stamps last year. Uh, with Wyatt Coin, just one more in speed dial. Tickets are on sale now at allwnydeals.com. Uh, what are we doing with this? Is this five and seven at the door? Um, I was actually going to try to hassle you to, to just let people in for the fivesies again at the door. Cause... Let people in for the fivesies at the door. I, I think you can twist my arm to do that. Yellow Sauce is a band of giving, you know. I think you can twist my arm to do that. You So you hear it here first. We're waiving the extra two bucks for the door price. Just you like come in. You, 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 we did it last year too. <laughs> but this year we're also giving you a free digital download of the Flying Bison EP. So no matter what, if you're there, if you're over 21 with ID, like if you come and you knock on the door and you're under 21 and you say, yo, can I just have the free copy? Listen, man, I'll give it to you. If you come and if you come, if you show up, I'll, we'll give you the EP. And Ryan and I will probably come outside and play a song for you or something. Hell. Yeah, listen to these guys. These guys are, are all about their fans. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, all, all of them. Every single one. Goddamn. I'll even uh, I'll come out and you can take a picture with me in the book. There we go. How's that sound? That we'll sounds like a plan. So, you know, even if you're under 21, you know, you can just spare a little bit of your time and come party. Um, but, you know, otherwise, five bucks, 21 and over, you're there. Ryan and I are going to serenade you. Joe Ken is going to speak to you in his epic narration <laughs> voice. Um, it's gonna, gonna be it's gonna be a great night because you're gonna have four great bands. You're getting a free EP, yep. and it's only five bucks. Exactly. We're we're gonna we're gonna put that on the event page after the show. That it is it is five bucks at the door. Always, no matter what. Because because Yellow Sauce deems it so. Hell yeah. Also, uh, um, uh, Chuck, I did talk to Chuck and Jen. Well, I talked to jo- uh, Chuck and Chuck talked to Jen. Um, and I do understand, I don't know what's going on yet, but I have been confirmed that there will be some sort of Flying Bison special. Um, so, you know, you like the beer. Um, I guess that Stamps is going to celebrate with us by throwing some sort of Flying Bison special either all night or while we play. Details to come on that one, but you can expect special. And I like special. Special is fun. I think, uh, you know, that's that's one of those things where, like, you're there to celebrate the Flying Bison EP, so you should buy the Flying Bison beer, even oh, if it's wa- not it's, your preference. It's only appropriate. I'm getting wasted. Yeah. <laughs> if anything is going right, we will be we will be wasted. I've already confided in Marissa. I'm like, listen, I'm going to need you to, you know, I'm off the next day. I'm just going to need you to make sure I get home. <laughs> we are going to be flying on the bison. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday in Rochester is WNY Punk's Picnic and Flea Market. That's at Genesee Valley Park, 1000 East River Road in Rochester. Uh, Photo City, Guilty Parties, and Teen Set presents 2019 WNY Punk's Picnic and Flea Market. Uh, God of Gaps, Axed and Smashed, Humiliating Moan, Slammin' Jennies, War Lovers, Male Patterns, Holy Water, Knee Jerk, who, by the way, this is their last show. Whoa. Uh, Rotten, Material, Acid Scavenger, The Grip, Science Man, and Phantasmagoria. Uh, September 1st, Punk Flea Market in the first part of the day. God damn. That's... It's, it's, I just found out today. This is Knee Jerk's last show. Oh, boy. So that's a, a, sat, a Sunday in Rochester. If that doesn't put a fire under your ass, what will? I'd be interested interested to see what you could buy at a punk flea market. Honestly, uh, I am too. I'm I I don't know where the punk punk flea market is. I don't think I've heard of that. It's uh, it's now. yeah, it's uh, in Rochester apparently. So oh boy, 
Uh, play out there. And then next Wednesday, September 4th, is a Joe Ski Art Show Wednesday hosted by Earth House Center for the Arts. Uh, and that's going to feature a musical performance from our dear friend TJ Cutajar of Days Ago. And think so, Joe Ski. Uh, no, not me. I, I have nothing to do with that. I'll be, I'll be here doing my, uh, my shtick. Uh, but uh, join Earth House on Wednesday, September 4th with featured artist Joe Sigelski, also known as Joski, uh, plus special guest musicians David T. Delano and TJ Cutajar. As always, free wine, plugged-in music, live art demos, and free pizza provided by Plaza Pizzeria will take place on the first Wednesday of every month. Uh, it's a family-friendly event and will be free for all ages. Free wine tasting, free admission, free live music, free art show, pop-up gallery, and meet and greet with local favorite, Joski. But no free bison EP. No, no free bison EP. You gotta come to you gotta <laughs> come to Stamps on Saturday for that. Alright, so we've been talking about this throughout the show, but uh, we're gonna talk about the time I made Ryan run around Guitar Center. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that, that was a... <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I was I was I was like slightly newer. Um, I'd only been there for six months, but I was looking for it was an HX stop, wasn't it? It was. Brian and it was I HX stop. I went with Brian and Brian was trying to like sell an amp. As usual. And uh <laughs> He's super patient when I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off too. <laughs> Gotta be grateful for that. Uh, yeah, and I so I go in and I'm looking for just uh like a powered speaker that I can just plug my HX stomp into because I just got my stomp and was tired of, like, having to listen to it through headphones. Uh, so I go in, and I'm like, Ryan, I need a powered speaker. Ryan says, why? I said, uh, plug my guitar into it. He says, acoustic guitar. Said, no, man, electric guitar. Ryan spends five, ten minutes trying to convince me I'm looking for a guitar amp. <laughs> I mean, that would just make sense, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, I own a guitar amp. You're like, no, no, like, like if you need to borrow a guitar amp. I'm like, no, Ryan, I own a guitar amp. It's literally right behind you right now. Like, I know. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm looking at this powered speaker, and Brian's like, man, you really should have brought your stomp. I'm like, yeah, I really should have. So we're like, Ryan, can we can we like check out an HX stomp just to make sure this thing works with the stomp? And we're like, yeah, yeah, sure, man, sure. So he goes over, and he's looking at the pedals, and he's looking at every... He cannot find this thing, but his computer nope. says there's one in stock, so he's looking. I'm, I'm searching everywhere in the back. I'm like ripping apart all the pedal boxes <laughs> trying to find this thing. But lo, lo and behold, after I think like an hour and a half of running around the store or something like that, I finally find it. It's in the right in the middle of the store in the center. We call it the corral. And it's just right there in, in the right by a register. I'm like, fuck! Whose register was it by? I don't know. It's, it, it, no, it was no, by no, your register. Ah, uh, I don't have a register. <laughs> but yes, yes. Yeah, it was, they don't it was let right Ryan there. Handle money uh, at Guitar Center. It, it, <laughs> I uh, felt rather uh, silly, to say the least. It made for a fun story, at least, you know. Like, oh my god, Ryan! I think you would sell more gear if you tattooed yellow sauce onto your forehead. How Ooh. about no? Or actually, you know, you could just do the 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 entire head. That's, I guess, the perks of um of being a Sphinx human. You know, how about we just both get bananas tattooed on our ass? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I, I I can only say yes to an ass tattoo of a banana. Um, I think Marissa may, may be a little bit jealous because um, I'm supposed to get like a face mural there. No, I'm just joking. Just <laughs> sauce, sauce, sauce gang. Sauce game. Sauce yeah, we play the the sauce game every day. Um, how's your uh, how's your lady sauce? You gonna get tattooed of her face on your butt? 
Yeah, I'm not sure about that Next one. Next to the there, banana? Bud. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> <a> hard pass. <laughs> I'm, getting, it is... I, I'm not getting anyone's face tattooed on my ass. What do you have against tattooing faces onto your butt? Um, you have to get a plenty. tattoo of a butt with a butt-shaped tattoo on it on your butt. I like, like that. Beavis and Butthead. See, That's good. That That's... makes more sense yeah. to me, actually. <laughs> see? Um, there we go. Um... It is uh, Sauce Month, hashtag Sauce Month, and uh, Karina's been Karina's been posting almost daily, as she did last year. She gets super excited for that. We went, we Mm -hmm. took my daughter shopping last year for her birthday, uh, which happens to be in August. And uh, every time she would see yellow clothing, Karina would go Sauce Month, Sauce Month, (laughs) Sauce Month. That's excellent. Hey, you know what's funny is today is actually my two year friend anniversary with uh, Mr. Ryan back here. Yeah, yeah. Facebook told you. Facebook told me it's uh, oh it's our friend anniversary. It even like made a video. But I'm um, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm seeing him later. I'll just tell him in person. Right <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ryan. It's not official unless it's Facebook official. <laughs> True. I guess that's uh, uh, I think that was the logic when Karina and I were dating. <laughs> like, yeah, should we True. should we make it Facebook official? You gotta. You gotta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just like I get this message yesterday, and it's meant for uh, Joe Baldwin of Tokyo Monsters. Mm -hmm. And the reason I know it's meant for Joe Baldwin is because it was a message, it was a group message with me and Joe's wife, Karina, (laughs) K-A-R-I-N-A. And I'm just like, uh, did you mean to tag Karina's husband, Joe, and not me, Karina's boyfriend, Joe? Like... (laughs) She's like, oh, yes, I did. I'm like, geez, it's a good thing I know Karina, because that would have that sucked. Wow. I would have been so confused. Is there, like, an underground society of Joes and Karinas? That- uh, so, so you know about me and Karina and Joe Baldwin and his wife, Karina. Mm-hmm. There's also... Uh, Joe and Karina Weber, who are musicians wow. in the in the local area. All right, and this is enough. Yeah, I I had uh, you know and you know we we see Tokyo Monsters all the time, so we're always with it with that Joe and Karina. <laughs> and then I happen to see a flyer where where you know the other Joe and Karina were playing a show together, and I'm just like, I have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So I, I I reached out to Karina and I said, hey, you know, um, do you do you realize there's like three couples? of Joe's and Karina's in the local music scene, all the Karina's spell their name differently. Because <laughs> wow. she's C-A-R-I-N-A. <laughs> oh, boy. That's like drastically dr- drastic differences, too, between each. Which yeah. Is, it's not even like, you know, a matter of one to two hours or anything. It's Well, I mean, like, the, you know, Karina, uh, you know, Joe Baldwin's wife and Karina Weber, they have you know, one letter difference, and then Karina Weber and my Karina have one letter difference between the O and the A. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's it's just crazy to think that, like, how how insane is that? And there's one more Karina out there. So we're, we are all joking, like, we need to find her a, a boyfriend named Joe. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get this lady a Joe. You know, it's uh, Karina and the six-string preacher Karina. Nice warm cup of, <laughs> cup of Joe. There's there's a lot of us out there. It's Joe, funny. if you ever go solo for any musical uh, journey, you should just call it Average Joe. Yeah. I I would call it Ugly Kid Joe, but that's already taken. Oh. Do you ever like <laughs> offer Karina a drink just like around the house, and she'll be like, "Sure, I'll have a warm cup of Joe." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think she's what listening right that? now, so she might actually God do damn that. Damn it. <laughs> That'd be the that'd be the the boyfriend girlfriend banter I would involve you <laughs> in if I were your if I were your lady. Uh, I don't know. Most of our banter involves Rick Astley. 
<laughs> Much to her chagrin. So she'll probably be very, very welcoming of a new banter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure she would. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything that stops me from rickrolling her all the time. <laughs> if if there is anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's listening to us. She might be listening in the kitchen. I, I could make the speaker just stop playing us and play Rick Astley, can, but I'm not going to. Can we rickroll her right now? I'm not going. I know. <laughs> no, tell, tell her uh, Ryan did it this time. <laughs> <laughs> And she'll believe that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe I should just do, like, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to put on my bookmarks for uh, SauceFest. So maybe I'll just put, like, the words to uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. There you go, yeah. <laughs> just, and it'll just be like, so I'm rickrolling the whole crowd. Like, everybody's like, what's the bookmark say this time? We're no strangers to love. Motherfucker! Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. And then you can have, like, multiple ones. So, like, oh, this is just the Rick Roll one. And then you pull out another one. It's like, never going to let you down. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I, I do bring multiple ones to each show. So, like... There. Like, if you, if you watch the video of us playing, I have the uh, Can't Take Our Sauce Away. It's He's got the close-up of it right at the start. Classic. And then, like, you guys start playing another song, and I, I'm holding up the Ryan Sucks Eggs ones right behind Ryan's head. Ryan turns around. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he does suck eggs. You know, um, Marissa actually got him a shirt for Christmas that says really likes eggs. He wore it at uh, Rochester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I gifted it to him on stage, actually. <laughs> And the uh, proper stage. I think I was actually there for that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Very likely. What what are we going to wear Saturday, Leland? Um, I'm probably going to wear black with black. Probably like an entire yellow suit. Wow, well, if you can afford that, you go ahead, sir. I I think uh, one of these days, Banana Republic's going to sign us, and then we'll get get our own getup and... You know, or sponsorship or whatever. Uh, it is. I will probably wear the same thing I wear for every yellow sauce show. So. <laughs> They'll give you a nice banana republic tie and, and some <laughs> black uh, suitage. You know, it'll just be like a nicer version of that. Um, we got some pictures from uh, from May fourth, and like I was putting them up on places, and uh, everybody's like, "Oh, nice glasses!" Like, yeah, they they were part of my Beard Al Yankovic con- costume, <laughs> and I just kind of adopted them for this uh, yellow sauce bit. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you're, part uh, of the character, part of the uh, iconography of yellow sauce. Yeah, I mean, you can get creative. You can, you can. I mean, there's not who's to say what a narrator should wear on stage. You know, you can. Maybe I could find a banana tie. Yeah, like instead of just the solid yellow one, just no, a bit, no, like an I actual like banana. The solid yellow one. It's kind of like a take on the uh, the old two thousands emo attire, sure. which was all black and the red tie. Yeah, right, right. right. Like, we all or like, remember that, like the American Idiot attire. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. act like you all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like everybody was wearing that at the time. Popularized by Green Day, though. Oh, yeah. Let's let's give credit. Like <laughs> without Green Day, there wouldn't be Yellow Sauce. Let's. Uh, I mean, I, I think if you ever do see Yellow Sauce cover a full song, it's it's probably going to be Twenty One Guns by Green Day. All because right, that's enough of that. I, I get I get asked all the time. So, so isn't that like just mustard? It's <laughs> <laughs> open to interpretation, really. Um, have you tried it? It's it's not quite mustard. It does it contain mustard? Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> We're actually, we haven't, because we're, we're lazy as shit, so we haven't made anything, but we plan on making a yellow sauce that to actually, you know, dish out, yeah. put on anything, really. Yeah, I, I'm the only one in this band that actually makes things. I, I make book uh, book covers and <laughs> bookmarks. and. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe's, Maybe you should market those. Like just Joe's crown-funded narrations. 
<laughs> just uh, we'll just like autograph them at the end of the show and sell them. Like here, here's the bookmark Joe used at this show. Or it can be you give one away at every show, and you can use it as a ticket to any all Western Ooh. New York yellow sauce. Show. I know you wanted to do the banana on the top, like I do for the bookmarks. You wanted to do that for the tickets, but I couldn't. Uh, I. That don't probably, know how that would have worked. That like, might have been a very difficult and that, that might have been process. a bad idea. Fair. So I just went with the ticket stock for the actual physical tickets. I don't even do physical tickets for shows. I did that just for you, you know. <laughs> I just wanted it. I just wanted a piece of paper I could give a few people that says admit one badass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that specifically for you. Like I think I still have some ticket paper. Yeah, I got plenty of ticket paper. How many of those do you need? I haven't I haven't done tickets for shows. Like we do them through the online thing, but I never make the bands like sell them or nothing. Yeah, I just wanted I just wanted a bunch of you know my, our friends and stuff to think that they were badasses because you know if if you're at a yellow sauce show, chances are you're a badass. Like like I got flyers for the uh, October 18th show, right? And I meant to bring them to the show last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Completely forgot. Because, like, like, I don't remember to bring shit with me when I go places. So like, I don't want to... I'm not going to make anybody else try and remember to do that either, you know? like. Right. We're going to pass those the heck out at SauceFest, bud. If you're going to be at SauceFest, you're going to get a fucking... Uh, a little piece of paper on it with your download code for the EP, and you're going to get a fucking flyer f- picture for uh, for the, the something involving a monkey. Think so. Um, brain dead. <laughs> Bread and um, <laughs> think so. Brain bread <laughs> and the yellow sauce and uh, what's the other one? The, the, the Chester Copper Pot Ch- Ch- and Dreadnecks. Chester Copperfield and the Dreadnecks. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a great show. It's, I haven't seen Chester Copper Pot in like ten years. No, I don't think they, I ever have. They've been around for a while. They were something else before they were Chester Copperpot, and I cannot remember what the name was. So I'm looking forward to actually like seeing them on the 18th and be like. What the fuck was the name of your band before you changed it? Because I cannot remember. But we used to play shows together all the time. I'm sure that they'll tell you. I'm sure. Or they forgot. What's that acoustic show you got up there? The um, the All Western New York Acoustic Night at the ah, September Lounge? 14th. That's uh, There's a funny story about this show. Yeah. And that story is that uh, I was looking to book a show at Tudor Lounge. Because I haven't booked there since, like, January. So I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me reach out to Chris. So I reach out to Chris. What do you got in September? He said, September 14th. I said, excellent. I'll take it. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> excellent. I'll take it. So uh, I start asking bands. The band, well, you know, no. You know, we got members out of town. We got members doing this. We got members doing that. What hit me was when Over and Out told me, no, Sally's got a wedding that night. And I said, oh, shit. That's Eddie from Toy Box Brigade's wedding, which means that's the night of the Aquabats show, which means I can't go to this show. <laughs> and so I was going to message Chris and be like, dude, I, I hate to do this to you, but like, I, I actually realized I have plans that night. And Karina's like, no, you go to the Aquabats show. I'll book a show and I'll handle everything. Like, oh, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah. You go see the Aquabats. Like, all right, cool. So she put together this uh, this excellent acoustic show. Right on. Uh, Astrobula, TJ Cut a Jar of Days Ago, uh, Christina Stock, Janie Crash and the Tall Man, and Nicotine Jones. That's a killer show. That is a killer show. Shit. And I'm going to be at the uh, Aquabats show, but that's going to be a great show. And uh, if you're not going to the Aquabats or to Eddie's wedding... <laughs> Um, or skipping Eddie's wedding to go to the Aquabats show like Eddie wants to do. <laughs> uh, he is so, uh, he's so, like, he so wants to go to the Aquabats, poor guy. Uh, where are they, 
Uh, did they ever get the confirmation that the Aquabats was going to like uh, be the wedding party and stuff? Or? Uh, that would be great, but right, no, but, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the Aquabats probably have like Aquabat things to do, so I uh, understand. That's going to be a great show, September uh, 14th there. Right on. Uh, over at Tudor Lounge. And we're going to be back at Tudor with another all-WNY show Thanksgiving Eve. And we're still working on putting together the lineup for that. And maybe I'll start announcing bands because we're going to do it maybe one at a time. So maybe I'll start announcing bands like next week. Thank you, Thanksgiving. Maybe. Maybe, because we've, we've got two confirmed, and and we're working on two more, so we'll, we'll get to that. Um, it's going to be a great show. I, I promise you that. It was great last year. We had, uh, like, Scarecrow Show, Dreadnecks Bravura, and On the Cinder played with us last year, Thanksgiving Eve, and it was just a wonderful event, wonderful turnout, great night. Everybody had a great time. Fucking bop. So we're going to play uh, The Flying Bison Part 3, and then later on we'll close the show with the last track, Home, and, uh, and yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. So we'll be back momentarily with more Yellow Sauce after this song from Yellow Sauce, <laughs> The Flying Bison Part 3, all WNY, Think So Joe Show. <laughs>
The Flying Bison Part 3. Part 3. Part 3. Come out on Saturday. Get yourself a free copy of that EP. Mm. Digital copy of that EP. Wholesome as fuck, bud. Yeah, the most wholesome band in the world here, Yellow Sauce. We are the most wholesome band in the world. Remember, wholesome begins at home. It does. Yeah. (laughs) No contest on that one, (laughs) motherfucker. I remember, like we we were we were sitting down to do a show, and I said something about like I'm gonna introduce you as the most satanic band in the world. You're like, no, 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 we're the most wholesome band in the world. So I I did so we compromised and did both, like the most the most wholesome band in the world, and also the most Satan worshiping band in the world. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and you're playing the kids stage. I don't worship anyone. Right. Just to clarify. Uh, well, Satan's got to clarify. Well, Ryan's kind of Satan's bitch. Um, now you're in Satan's bitch. Things. I worship Satan. Yeah, Satan bitch. likes me. The way that you have this little 
this little attitude about it. Fuck this little Satan. yeah, and that's why Satan fucks you, bud. Hard, hard <laughs> on no. the literal scale of things. <laughs> it, it's funny because I'm in two Satan worshiping bands now. That's you know <laughs> the best bands in the world, and I mean the best bands in the world worship Satan. Oh, Jasmine's got a whole lot to say right there. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, got her best friend in Idaho is apparently listening to us tonight. Idaho. Idaho. That's Leelandaho. Yo, that's... For Satan. Wow. <laughs> I, I wonder where you got that one. Who was the... Did you get think of that all by yourself, bud? I did. Somewhere <laughs> in my noggin. Uh, she's sharing some wholesomeness with us. She's uh, making her best friend in Idaho listen tonight to have her first taste of the sauce. After hearing Flies and Bi- Flying Bison Part 2, she said the following. Three things. One, they remind me of the band Cake. Two, <laughs> Will take. Two, why am I crying in the club right now? And oh. three, tell whoever plays guitar, I want that song on Guitar Hero so I can play it. I'll Whoa. take credit Ooh, there one, you go. Whoa. So, like, I'll Ryan's parts could be on, like, the old school Guitar Hero where you have five buttons and they're all in one line. And then my parts as the rhythm guitar player would be in the chordsy Guitar Hero with, with two rows of three buttons. <laughs> um, I've played I, both. I am so dis- like Like, they... They shut down the servers for the music videos for the for the one with the two rows of three. Uh, I was bummed about that. I used to love playing that. It was a good one. I, yeah. I still have it. I, you it know, was I'm, it was a little tricky for me because I came from the five button guitar hero, so oh. it was a little tricky. But I got the hang of it and I need, did okay. Does this mean yeah. we need a sauce hero? Yes, sauce hero, sauce hero, um, sauce hero. Or we could. I really hope there isn't. To when's be the last time Guitar Hero did a band exclusive game? Though I think that it would be massively in their benefit to release a, yellow, a Guitar Hero yellow. Absolutely. Sauce. Exactly. And it, you know what? We'll give it away for free because Yellow Sauce is a band of giving. They are a <laughs> band of giving. You've heard it here tonight. They're they're giving you $2 off at the door. Yeah. They're giving you the free EP. Yep. They're giving you a great performance on Saturday that you should definitely come out and see. And if you don't have our first album yet, uh, The Ballad of Bob Paul, you are going to be at the show on the actual anniversary of that album where we are selling a 17-track album you can actually buy the physical CD of that one. It's only going to be five schmeckles. So also another five schmeckle. If you have $10 at, at that show, you're going to have two, you're going to have both of our albums, you know, both our EP yep. and our album, and you're going to have admission. You're going to see us play the Bison EP live, some songs from the ballad probably too. Who knows? And fucking, you know, bring some more money. Give Stamp and, some money and, for drinks. And, they sell drinks. And you're going to see uh, Speed Dial and Wyatt Coin and Just One More, three gonna, great bands. Just One More has this great song. That band collectively fucked their dad, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know if they played that or if I just was gone before they played it the other day uh, at the, um, the uh, Punks for Planned Parenthood show because we, like I said, we were getting pizza. Mm-hmm. And and forming our super group, me and the Scarecrow Show and the Dreadnecks and uh, uh, other bands, kind of like uh, all got together on that. Like, nice. so uh, look, look look out for the first whatever the fuck we do in two big pies. <laughs> <laughs> two big pies. Two big pies. Pie. <laughs> uh, I might be a book reader in that one too. I don't I don't know. Maybe get a magazine for that one. Yeah, there you go. Or, or like a newspaper. Or you could read Ransom Notes. Ra- Ooh, Ransom Notes. That's yeah. a good one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out as we go. So. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I just watched a video with, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, the other day. And, and now now there he is in child form. Yeah. Yep. 
Macaulay Culkin. Happy holidays. His uh, his Twitter handle, by the way, is at Culkamania. Oh, yeah? Culkamania, yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's a really good idea. Uh, and how I found this out was he did a, a bit on the Edge and Christian show on the WWE Network where he was Hulk Hogan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was Culk Hogan. Okay. And Culkamania's running wild, dude. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. Yeah. We should have a Macaulay Culkin birthday show. We should. I don't know when his birthday is, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> John Stamos, you got to honor your local celebrities. I mean, you're, you're, you're not local, but you're celebrities. Our celebrity, yeah. Again. I mean, we were, we were originally going to do a Billy Mays uh, tribute mm-hmm. show, and just whatever reason, we like it kept getting pushed around. Yeah, the the date moved around, I think, and then uh, it just ended up being like a summer a summer bop with uh, scathed and uh, um, that. Um, they were awesome, but I can't. <laughs> I don't. I, sup, I, sup. Yeah, yeah. sup. Sauce, sup. Sauce, sup, and scathed. Yep. That's how that went. Yeah, that was a good one. That was uh, that was when uh, uh, all WNY started doing some three band bills. I like the three band bills, man. Mm-hmm. It gets me out of there. Like like we did the four band thing, and like everybody was gone before the fourth band the last time, and just, I felt bad. I think the community may like that too. Honestly, you know, um, I, I feel like. A lot of people feel like it's so hard to go out to a show or to stay for all the bands and stuff. Like, um, there's so much come and go at a local show these days, you know? Maybe that's one of the things that can help out. Because that show was nice. I feel like everyone felt really comfortable. I remember really good vibes that night um, just throughout Stamps. And, you know, Stamps, that's why I like Stamps a lot. You know, say what you will about Stamps. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a beautiful venue. Chuck is, Chuck is uh, the best sound guy ever. You know, um, at stamps, <laughs> <laughs> I you know I can't cross any any of my other favorite sound guys out, but Chuck, Chuck's excellent. Uh, Jen is excellent when she's there. The PBR special for the you know say what you will about PBR, but I'll go into another rant <laughs> about PBR now. <laughs> Somebody yesterday actually said to me that Chuck is the best sound guy around. Um, and I, I I don't know necessarily that I agree with that, but he has definitely come a long way since he started doing sounded stamps. Oh yeah. I, I thought, you know, like uh when they first changed the structure of uh, you know, what you have to you know, what the bar gets from you for putting on a show there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like, well, you know, I'm not gonna I, I don't wanna pay this guy that much because, you know, if if I'm gonna pay half of what Greg Rinker charges, I'm I want a guy who's half as good as Greg Rinker. <laughs> and and now you know, and that was a couple of years ago, and Chuck has improved leaps and bounds mm-hmm. and and absolutely is one of the best sound guys in western new york oh uh, absolutely he's honestly. he's definitely really coming to his own and knows what he knows the shit right so. on he's been working like just like you joe he's been working with yellow sauce so long that i think i, I feel like yellow sauce always gets a good mix from him because you know it's just like another day at work for him um, except but- when you have to switch a guitar yeah, I, I, I stopped bringing the twelve string, but I, I honestly I give that a, a little bit more to the twelve string because again my my acoustic guitar that I mainly use it, it doesn't have any sort of volume controls or anything on it. So when I switch to the twelve string, which which does have all those controls, um, however Chuck has my other guitar set up is way thrown off, and <laughs> it's just like I, I you know, it's just how it just how. It, Technology works sometimes. I always tell so. people about when we when we did that first show with me reading the book and Chuck mic'd me, mm-hmm. like 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 he would mic a drum, <laughs> <laughs> like, like he would mic a drum kit, and I'm just like looking at him like really, he says, yeah, I want to catch your natural ambiance, like uh, okay, dude, yeah, all three of them. That was beautiful. <laughs> I I honestly for the uh, for the release show, I think Chuck should have at least three mics on you. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll find out, I guess, on Saturday what he decides to do with me. <laughs> sure as heck we will, bud. He was happy when I showed up with my uh, with my head rush cab, and I'm like, yeah, you know, there's a XLR out on the back, and he goes, I wish all amps had XLR outs on the back. It just makes sense. Right on. I uh, yeah, cool, man. So, yeah, just you can plug right in there, and then I don't have to worry about anything because it's all my sound. Wonder why that isn't more uh, more of a thing, honestly. I don't know. I was super excited to get my head rush and like, oh hey, I can. I Chuck doesn't have to mic this. Like he wouldn't have to mic me anyway because I could just di. But yeah, you know, right that's on. that's the whole point of me having a, a helix. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I I could just plug right in and. You know, my amp's right in this little box that I could carry in my backpack. Yeah, that's the way of the future, man. And then I got I got Brandon from Just One More like, are you fucking serious with this bullshit? <laughs> like, no, get yourself, a, get yourself a fucking amp. Like, no, no, dude. Like, seriously, my whole sound's right here. No, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, don't be that guy. And now he's telling me that my band should have headlined that show. And uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, okay, yeah, you, you don't uh, you don't think my amps suck now, do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you guys were excellent at, at that. At I had that a lot show. of people tell me that we really downplayed uh, or like undersold ourselves. Yeah, and I I don't understand that. Like, how were we supposed to play ourselves? Like. <laughs> Hey, we're a band. Come see us. That's like all we really wanted was people to come see us. We weren't saying, hey, we're great or anything. I don't think anybody would expect us to. And then if we're selling ourselves and then we don't deliver, like, then we look like assholes. So I guess. Nah, man, you just, is there something I've learned from sales is you just got to fake it till you make it. It's also a line just in a Tom, Tokyo Monster Tom, song. Just, just Tom, you're the, <laughs> nice. you're the best thing to happen to, to punk rock ever. Yeah, we're we're the next the next coming of uh, the the misfits or something. I don't fucking know. Bad religion. Bad religion. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of just you know, oh, you guys, uh, you know, you guys really undersold yourselves. Like, no, we we just showed up and played a show. That's all. You know, like (laughs) if if you thought we were good, thank you. We appreciate it. (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough. Now, beforehand, though, you were like, I don't know. You were like, this is going to be a mess. I don't think we're going to have everything quite ready enough. Or, and they were like, I was a little worried, I, I will admit, because we kind of, uh, it was literally 90 days to the day that I put out the word I was trying to start a band mm-hmm. that we played this show. And it was originally supposed to be Silence the Cynic playing that spot. Uh, but Brian's whole thing fell apart. So he was just like, hey, why don't we play? I'm like, no, I don't think so. And everybody's like, no, no, half hour set, right? And I'm like, um, we can make it a half hour set and I'll just <laughs> add a fourth band to the bill. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. And, uh, you know, we we played 30 minutes, actually 25 minutes the other day at Electric Avenue. We got 30 minutes uh, the 18th of October with uh, something involving a monkey. And our first 45 minute set is going to be the birthday show. Oh, nice. There you go. So, so. we, we got to write more material because we played a, our entire catalog those <laughs> first two shows. That... Hey, I mean, if you can write, uh, you know, 25, 30 minutes of material in, in 90 days or under, you know, that's you, you got a similar amount of time to write another 15. You know? Yeah, we should be good within two months. I don't I mean, we got like things floating around. I was mm-hmm. telling you, you know, like Brian sends us stuff all the time. Like, hey, here's a song I wrote. You guys, what do you guys think of it? And I'm just like. Okay, there's a lead and there's a rhythm, and I'm the only guitarist. <laughs> what do I do, oh guru of guitar wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to push it on the table, like, hey, you know, 
You and I kind of had a conversation. We we talked about this because I had asked you what you use for your uh, for your loops. Yeah. And then I realized like that would be a really dumb idea for me because I it, we would have to play in the same time. Always. And my drummer does not play to a click. Right. <laughs> so. Well, that's the that's the thing about loops. If you don't have like some sort of uh, uh, unless your drummer is playing to a click click literally. Yeah. Um. But you know, then you could you could always just be a five piece if it comes to it, you know, and just yeah. just, just recruit. But a... who wants to see a five piece punk band? Like honestly, but and that's the other <laughs> thing. Like being in a band, adding another person to be dependent on to a degree, and having some some level of relying on a person. Just teach my singer how to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Here you go, play this. <laughs> play it hard. We're, we're only Buckaroo. playing four chord songs. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'll handle leads. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Are punk bands allowed to play four chords? <laughs> is that allowed maybe that's why everybody thought we were so good like holy shit they're playing a, an extra chord <laughs> this is the most complex punk band this, I have ever this heard. is the best punk song ever because they added an extra chord yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I got this guy behind me here was supposed to teach me how to play guitar when he got his van back but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I kind of figured it out on my own Anyway, <laughs> some some of us just do that, man. I yeah. mean, I I tried to get to guitar lessons at one time, and I immediately was like, "Well, this isn't for me." I want to learn more <laughs> about like theory and like scales and things like that, so I can get better at soloing or whatever. So I'm just, I just you know have a website up. It's like this is how you play this scale. Like, okay, cool. I'm gonna write a solo for this next song in that scale. Hey, I mean, if you play fast enough, really, you don't even have to be good. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> People just look at you like, whoa, Whoa, that guy plays really fucking fast. Yeah. Saturday Night at Stamps, all WNY presents Sauce Fest, two with yellow sauce, Wyatt Coin, just one more, and Speed Dial. You get your free copy of the Flying Bison EP, and as you heard first on today's episode, you get in for five bucks, 21 plus with ID. We're going to hit this last track from the Flying Bison EP uh, featuring me. The official narrator of Yellow Sauce. Hail Satan. <laughs> and uh, this track is called Home on all WNY Think So Joe Show, and we'll see you next week.